Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that Lash Boss Summit is in Austin on April 22nd and 23rd of 2023. You can head to lashbossradio.com or lashbosssummit.com to buy tickets. Hope to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today we are discussing how many clients you need to become fully booked and what it takes to get there. All right, so I'm starting with this is going to vary a lot because your pricing varies. Over in Europe, like specifically in the UK, they the going rate for lashes is really, really low, and so I don't want to... I know this up, this show is listened to across the world, so I just want to say I do know that it varies. If you're in the U.S., and most of my listeners are, let's say you are charging $40, $50 for a fill, and you could be charging and you should be charging $90 to $100 for a fill, um, your requirements for how many clients you need to make a living is going to be very different than somebody who's charging like the higher price, obviously, right? So first determine what your expenses are, how much money you'd like to be making, and then just um, it's not divided by the um, price of your fills because there's overhead. So what is your profit per fill or what is your cost per hour? Determining these things will be more accurate for you in determining how many clients you need and where your prices should be. So the first thing is you have to look at your business expenses, your rent, your supplies, um, how many hours a week or yeah, a week and therefore a month you'd like to work. And then you can just, dis- you can discover what your cost per hour is. So let's say your rent is $1,500. You purchase about $500 in retail product to sell to clients. You have utility bills of like, let's say $200. Your insurance, let's say is another 200. And your professional product that you're using on your clients, like your adhesive, your lashes, etc. Let's say you spend 400 a month on that. So that's already $2,800 there. And if we're thinking miscellaneous stuff, also some people take care of their clients um, with, you know, offering little toiletries or drinks and snacks and whatever it is. There's other costs that are associated with it. You got adhesive on your blanket and now you need to purchase a new one. So always having an idea that you're also going to be spending a few hundred dollars on miscellaneous stuff. Um everyone's overhead is going to look a little different, but your overhead is not $0 for sure. So you have to consider the overhead when um, determining how much you should be charging. Because if you're only charging enough to cover your overhead and nothing else, you're actually not making any money. You're not even making what you would be making if you worked somewhere else. Some artists that work by themselves make less than people who work in salons. And it just is, it just depends on how much that salon is charging for their services, how much they're paying the artists that work there. And then same thing for like a solo artist, you may have zero clients and, but you work for yourself, right? Like there's a lot of potential there, but if you're not charging what you should be charging because you have no idea what your overhead actually is, or you kind of just are like, oh, 
I made $80 on this fill today. You didn't actually because there's so much that comes out of that $80. Taxes are included in this, right? So really sit down and think of everything that goes into operating, including taxes, et cetera, because then you can actually determine like what if your cost per hour is like $30, $40? What if that's it? So if you charge $50 for a fill, you might be making like $5 an hour because you also had to set up and clean after that appointment. So that was also time. So when we think about how many clients we need, we first have to determine those factors. How much is it to run the business? How much is it to like actually service a client? What other fees and things are associated with having a website, having a booking system, renewing your license, et cetera, that you might be paying on a yearly basis. So I really think um, it starts there. And then from there, you can just build on that. So if you are charging low prices because you're having trouble retaining clients or getting clients, maybe something needs to change with your skill level. Maybe you're not retaining clients because the experience isn't that great. That might be something that the client is seeing within you or your space or the lashes. So really look at those three things from an outside perspective and make sure that you're offering an amazing value on all three of those things. Like you are professional, you're on time, you make the appointment about them, you're not emotionally dumping on them the whole time, you're, make sure, you're making sure that the appointment is dedicated for them in their meantime. They're comfortable the whole time, you're not you know, ripping their bottom lashes out or sticking their eyes together or um, getting adhesive on their skin, et cetera. Like there's so many variables here, right? Because some people listening to this episode are brand new in the industry and some people have been lashing for years. So I always am like making sure that there's just so many things that it could be when somebody doesn't want to come back. But it's one of those things. It's you, it's your space, or it's the lashes, the way that they look or the way that they are wearing. If they're not comfortable or they're not lasting, then obviously they're not seeing the value and they're not going to pay any more than they are paying because they're not receiving that value. So what can you do if you're in this position? You can take more classes. You can practice more. So get a friend or family to come in, ask them to come back again in two weeks so you can see the retention. You can see how they grow out. If they're beautifully grown out, they're clean, um, they're isolated, there's no stickies in there, and the retention was great, then honestly, it should be that same way with your clients. So if you tried any harder or spent any more time on your friend as your model than you did with your clients, then maybe your services are too short um, and you need to make more time in the appointment so that you can give them the same quality that you gave the model that apparently had great retention and um, no stickies and all of that. So how many clients do you need to be fully booked? You've determined that because you have calculated how much it costs you to run the business in the first place, how, man, how much it costs you to service a client. So how many, like how much product do you need? Um, you can actually break down the cost of that, like a pack of iPads. So one iPad is X amount. Um, a lash tray and you use this many, you can kind of calculate how much it is to do a full set, how much to do a fill. And I actually want to calculate that myself and like count lashes and see like how much it is. I should do that. Um, but you've calculated this. Now you can calculate 
what your price needs to be in order to profit X amount and um, provide another amount that you know you need to make a living for yourself because you know what your personal rent is, what your personal expenses are, what your car payment is, what your house payment is, et cetera. You've calculated that in addition to all these other calculations. So at the end, you should arrive on this number of like, I need to see this amount of clients a month in order to make what I need to be making. So let's say you've determined that you need... 40 clients because they're, those 40 will come back two times a month because they're coming in every two weeks. One thing that I think can help in this situation is getting your skill level up like as soon as you can, getting your prices up as soon as you can because that skill level has gone up. Make sure you're charging what you should be charging. If there's other people in your area that are charging more, it's not a good thing that you are the lesser price or you're the mediocre price because you're positioning yourself there. So aim for, strive to be where that top artist is in your area price-wise and skill-wise. The number of clients that you need is actually divided by, it's actually the number of appointments you need to do a month divided by two because they're coming in twice. Um, but sometimes if you're talking to your clients like, oh yeah, like yeah, t- three weeks is fine. No, get everyone on a two-week schedule because it makes, honestly, it makes your job a lot easier and their lashes look better in between appointments. If you can just maintain that fullness all the time, they should still look really good when they come in at two weeks. It shouldn't be like their lashes look like they need a fill by the time they're coming in. So you're letting them know, like, in order to maintain this fullness, because your lashes are growing and shedding so much in the next two weeks, I recommend coming back in two weeks. They're still going to look great, but this is just time for me to go in and get the grown-out ones. It'll make it more comfortable for you, and they'll also just look fuller and kind of like they do right now at the full set. And so just train them to come in every two weeks, and there you go. And now you have this formula for getting X amount of clients that are coming in every two weeks because it's going to equal that number that you're going towards. I think what happens when we calculate this number and find like, okay, I need 40 clients, or for me, it's 50 clients, or for me, it's 35 clients, whatever that looks like. Now you can determine like, okay, oh my gosh, I already have half of that. So what can I do to just get this other half? It's very, it's very motivating. And it's almost easier to kind of break it down this way and look at it like, oh my gosh, I only need like 10 more people or I only need 20 more people to be where I want to be. That's super motivating. And then you start, your brain literally starts coming up with ways to get those next 10 or 20 people. And it doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, I'm having a huge sale, a huge discount. It's really It's really just how can I speak to these next 10 people I want to bring into my life, into my business, into my clientele that I like maybe you have this client that you love so much and you want 10 more people like her. So where do they hang out? What what appeals to them? What problems are they having that you are solving? So what if this person is a stay at home mom and um, she might only be available in the weekends and in the evenings because that's when her partner comes home and can switch off. Uh, kid duty and maybe that's your schedule too so you want other people with the same schedule or what if it's the opposite maybe she is her kids are in elementary school and your kids are in elementary school so the only time that you have to work is basically from like 8 a.m to 3 p.m there are other people just like that so in your 
captions, you write, hey, moms, are your kids at school during the day and you're looking for something to do? Well, come in to get lash extensions because it'll save you time in the morning. You can drop the kids off, head straight in. I take appointments as early as 8 a.m. You can be done in time to pick up the kids from school. If you speak directly to this client, she's going to come to you because she feels connected to you. And there's other ways that you can achieve this with, like, let's say you are marketing to people that work after, like in the afternoons or weekends, because that's your schedule. Like there's so many people that fit that bill. So people that have like a nine to five and are you looking for place a place that is open late and that you can go to right after work? Um, I'm your girl and here's my work. Like this is that you can easily speak to the people that are going to fit in your clientele really well. Um, and then you'll have something in common with them and it'll be great. Um, also, if at the same time you are chasing and striving for becoming a better artist and being better at your skill and offering more value to the client inside of the appointment with your artistry, your application, the comfort level of the client, the ambiance of your space when they come in, those clients that you are coming that are coming in for their full sets, they're definitely going to be repeat clients. And then your next little thing that you're going to have to do, like you're going to one day hit, hopefully very soon, this fully booked time. And then the next challenge is like, it's fun. It's like, okay, now it's time to raise my prices. And then you might have, you might get to work even a little bit less. And then if your next goal is to eventually hire someone, open a salon, those are just parts of the journey that, you know, should be enjoyed. And um, they can be planned for just with these Little things that you can do now with like determining what your overhead is, your cost per hour, find out how many clients that you need for for um, to achieve all these things. And so it's really fun when you break it down like this, because then you kind of your brain just kind of starts figuring, figuring out ways to achieve that because you have this like specific goal in mind. Like if you find out that, oh, my gosh, you only need 20 people, that's not a lot of people. And then, you know, the sky's the limit. It really doesn't matter what like the girl down the street is doing because in your city, there's like a million people and you have, you just need 20 of them and ones that are specifically going to love you and your work and your business. So I hope this episode was valuable to you. If you could please leave a review for Lash Boss Radio anywhere you're listening, I would really, really appreciate it. I see every single review that comes in and I love reading them and I am so grateful for anyone who's left a review already. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll be back very soon with the next episode.